0: Welcome to The Pulse on Akaville Radio, hosted by Rachel Schoenbaum. Welcome to another episode of The Pulse. I'm your host, Rachel, and I am so thrilled to be wel- welcoming to the show from University of Illinois, No Comment. Hey, folks, how you doing? Hey! hey. And, uh, and welcome! Thank you. Thank you. So, I'd love to start off for people who are less familiar with No Comment, if you could give them a little bit of background on, on the group and how you guys got started.
1: Hi. So, No Comment Capella. we are a group here at the University of Illinois, Urbana Champaign. Uh, we've been a group for 17 years now. We do just a wide range of different musical genres. We've done pop, we've done rock, we've done country, we've, we've done jazz, just <laughs> do a little bit of everything. And yeah, we're a co ed group here on campus. We usually range around anywhere from it's about 15, even 16 members. I and mean, we just love making music together.
0: Awesome. So I know that some of the stuff that you guys have been involved in more recently is related to Upstaged Aid. And that's a competition that you guys have been involved in. And I would love to ask how you heard about the competition to begin with.
2: Yeah, so I think we heard about it through our previous president, who has just now graduated. His name is Tyler, and he approached me and our old music director off of a Facebook ad, I believe. This was back in, I believe, May or June, and we were already looking for things to do considering Our spring semester got canceled. We went home and then fall was looking a little iffy. Just things that we can do to stay kind of active as a group or still stay competing. And Upstage was something that seemed relatively easy to submit to and participate in. We already had a series of videos come out that season that we were ready to use for um, Upstage. And so that's kind of how we heard about it. Yeah, through Tyler. So thanks to him for (laughs) letting us know and yeah, we're, deep in it now where I believe we're in the singing 16 waiting for results this Monday so hopefully they turn out well
0: Awesome. well I'm sure they will and I want to ask about Fall in Line which is the tune that you're competing with and I wonder how did that tune make it into your rep to begin with yeah yeah so Fall in Line
3: we actually competed with that in MAC which is a national acapella convention and we just really loved the song we thought for the group at the time, like it really showed strength, especially it, it highlighted female strength, with which we really liked because we wanted to show the emotion of the song and portray it accurately. And I thought that everybody really came in and like when we heard the song and a song pick because that's what we do whenever we are deciding what to compete with you know we always everybody always has a opinion in the song but when we heard it I feel like everybody was like immediately they had ideas for the song they had ideas for choreo they had ideas for next step for the song and we just really all felt a tie to it because like I said it was female strength but we all have you know mothers sisters We're all friends with each other, so we all really connected with the song and was able to portray it the way that we wanted it to in a really, I think, wholesome way.
4: Yeah, and if I could add on to that, the title of the song is Fall in Line. So it's all about like encouraging women to be confident in their own skin and not conforming to these like gender stereotypes. And yeah, I think all of us just connect to that a lot. And we are very like pro-feminist and
5: love women.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's a really contemporary message given the very recent election of female vice president. So that's a really like sort of topical Thing and so, what was the recording process like for for you all? I mean, I, I know that you all have recorded a ton, and that this is not—I mean, I, I don't know about you all personally, but the group has recorded a ton. And I wonder, you know, what was what was it like going into the recording booth this time?
5: Yeah, of course, yeah. So our set that year comprised of three different songs. Fall in line was, I'd say, probably the one that we put the most production into, right? So we got in contact with a freelance producer and a freelance videographer, and we actually went down to Chicago. We rented out a space, like a professional space, where we all went down there, spent about six hours doing the whole thing. Of course, prior to that, we had a lot of exchange between the producer and the videographer telling them all the ideas that we had about the song and how powerful it was. And if you get a chance to look at the video, of course, you'll clearly see that we put a lot of time into it. And the video itself is very much so resonating of what the song is all about. It's one of our favorite videos so far and that's why it's the video we picked.
3: Very cool. I think the most important thing about the process is that, like Johnny said, there was a ton of like ideas. And I think working with like a professional videographer and producer, they were able to make our ideas not so much like just in our head, but really make it come into fruition. And they were able to lead us to like, ooh, if you want to do that, that's like not feasible in like the, the, the budget and everything, but we can create it and turn it into something brilliant with what you have and I think they really helped us a lot because none of us we're all college students but we're all we're not music majors we or some of us are but we're engineering majors psych majors business majors and so we don't we're not really in the videography and producing mindset so it was really nice to be able to get into that headspace for this project and just learn different skills yeah
0: yeah. So I know that you all are competing for Black Lives Matter. And I wonder of the breadth and depth of choices that you had out there for causes to elevate. What about this one was made you want to choose it?
4: Yeah, so I think EJI, the Equal Justice Initiative, was a good uh, charity to donate to just in light of, you know, multiple very important social justice situations that have been brought into light this year. And we thought, you know, especially since I actually read about this organization in a book I read over the summer. and. That made me more excited too, and just knowing that what they do is so important. Like if if anybody hadn't like known what the organization was about, it raises money, it's a nonprofit, and it raises money to provide legal representation to those who have been wronged by today's justice system. So that's a lot of people. And I was very happy to choose this one just because of how important it is to raise awareness for and to provide to. So super yeah. relevant. Right. Exactly. Too.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I wonder competing for Upstage Aid is not just a sort of social mission in terms of competing for a charity, but there's also an opportunity for yourselves to get a, a prize. And I wonder, have you thought what you might want to do with the prize? Should you Take this all the way.
1: Yeah, so I think a big thing with no comment, we always want to make sure that whatever money we do raise, whether it's through a competition or whether it's through, you know, our gigs that we do normally, normally do throughout the year, we always want to put it back into our work. So I think right now our main goal is to, if we were to be lucky enough to win this prize money, we want to fund it towards, you know, different, you know, virtual projects, of course, with what's happening right now. Um, and just, you know, many things that we can do, just putting it back into what the group does.
0: Yeah. Speaking of virtual projects, you guys have been working on virtual things. I wonder if you can talk a little bit about some of the stuff that you have done most recently and the things that you have coming up.
2: Yeah. So since we got back to the university, we go to the University of Illinois, as Sheldon mentioned. The university has done a spectacular job, in my opinion, of handling the coronavirus situation. Just their system that they have in place, the twice a week testing allows us to come together safely and still be somewhat of a group. Our rehearsal schedule isn't quite the same. It's cut down quite a bit just to kind of compensate for the amount of times we have to see each other or how safe it is to see each other. But we've been able to still meet as a group and still work on things. Obviously, we can't perform in in a big stage in front of a crowd of people as we usually do every year. So uh, that just means we have to make do. And what we did a couple of weeks ago, we aired a virtual concert. It was titled No Co Home Sessions because they were very literally sessions within our home. Um, (laughs) They were, we're a 12 person group right now. And so we had small groups do kind of covers no co-songs that we've done, as well as a few new songs that we wanted to do. I believe it was an eight song concert that we recorded throughout a week in my own apartment. And it was very fun to just kind of like Aliyah was talking about the, the production aspect that we have no like we have no foot in the door with that. And so it was all of us and to our own devices to put on a show, make this video, this production, and give it out to our fans. And it was a very, very fun process being able to sing again, being able to make music and to share it with all of our fans and our, our family as well. It was a concert that we aired on YouTube. It was like you Venmoed us or PayPaled us two dollars for a ticket and that's how we sent out links that way. and and you were able to view it at your own time. It was kind of similar to like renting like a movie on Amazon, like Amazon Prime or something like that, like watch your own leisure. But it was really fun. We got a, a, a lot of great feedback and people seemed to really enjoy what we were doing. And so we were really happy that that was um, a project we were able to do this semester.
0: It sounds like you had a lot of interesting ideas about how to achieve that. And I wonder, are those ideas things you might use going forward? Like is the idea of a virtual concert something, uh, like maybe a concert series or uh, something of that nature that you might want to do again? Definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely. Just this, and I think I can speak for all of us when I
3: say uh, recording no comment home sessions, it really showed us a different aspect of the acapella community that we could embrace in, in a virtual way. Even though the pandemic has limited us, it has opened up a new door for us that we hadn't even considered so even hopefully when this pandemic is over soon, crossing fingers, hopefully it's over soon. But even if it is, I think we would still want to produce a virtual concert just because speaking on personal things, not all of us are from Illinois. We, we've we had members from India. We've had members from New Jersey, North Carolina, Seattle. And so when we're doing concerts, it's hard that their families aren't able to come or their friends aren't able to come. So I think doing this virtual concert, at least I think probably doing once a year or a concert series, as you said, would be really effective and being able to reach out to our families who aren't in the state of Illinois, but also to reach a new fan set as well, which obviously like we want to share our music with As many people as possible so this is just another avenue to do just that
5: yeah and then i just wanted to add that our group like historically we've loved to compete and participate in in acapella competitions like icca and and uh, among other other competitions and i think this situation that we're in, and we can look at it in a positive way because we, we're now looking at different ways in which to share our music. And, and we're learning ways in which to share our love for music that is not only through competing. And even when we're, we're done with this whole pandemic situation, we're still going to have all those skills that we've learned through the pandemic. So now we'll be able to employ those skills while still competing and doing what we've loved to do before the pandemic.
0: Absolutely. So I wonder, you know, one of the things that you mentioned was sort of doing things in a smaller kind of way in that you were you had maybe a a smaller set of people record subsets of your songs or and I wonder if that might be something that like that was interesting to you that you might want to continue to explore as an idea for being creating new music.
1: I would say so, yeah, because I think with this, it allowed I think every individual member to take ownership of the songs they were doing, and of course, in a regular situation, we always do. But I think having your own specific, you know, kind of section of the content, like oh, here's me and you know somebody else that's maybe also a freshman as well, and, you know, it may at first seem a little bit daunting, but then as you know, they work with music directors, which is myself and Johnny, and just really curate these projects. They really just grow, and also to kind of go off what they were saying earlier, it allows us to just have more skills when it comes to producing content. And so we almost have to rely on outside sources. We kind of come within ourselves um, from the skills that we've learned. Yeah.
0: yeah. So you know that was. I guess you guys have coming up, obviously, a, a break as we speak. It is sort of mid-November, and and there will be Thanksgiving and the winter holidays and all of that. And I wonder what you hope to do with that downtime and how you might come back. When the when the next semester rolls around, what sorts of things are you looking to do?
4: Yeah, so I think actually, like, we are going to do another virtual, like, concert kind of thing. Because we usually do do, like, big spring concert. And from what it looks like, the we're not going to have a vaccine just yet. Which <laughs> is fine. So because, like, the first time worked so well, we feel a bit more, like, experienced. And, yeah. And, yeah, we get to work, like, in small groups more like we're i think we're trying to like make a a tiktok platform we're trying to turn that up which is, which is kind of fun
2: for us yeah and <laughs> yeah just with regard to the rest of the year we are approaching our fall break our thanksgiving break and after that point the university has asked us not to come back all classes will be going online we are in sort of a hybrid type of delivery in terms of the classes that uvi is offering so after thanksgiving everything will be virtually on um, virtual So we will be taking kind of a break up until next semester starts up in late January or early February. So right now we're just enjoying our time and
0: yeah. Is ICCA, something that you guys are looking to compete in this year in its new format. You mentioned being a, a competitive group, and so that's another opportunity to you know, test your medal. And so I wonder if that's something that that you guys are considering, or maybe not this year.
5: Yeah. So the way that we usually go about deciding if we're going to compete or not is we meet together as a group. We talk about our goals and our, our like individual aspirations for the group and. we want to see from the group for, for that whole like the entire year or even semester since we don't really know what next semester is going to look like we haven't just yet like sat down and talked about our goals and our aspirations for the following semester because of how unpredictable the whole pandemic can be but yeah of course we're going to hope to to sit down at a certain point and and really decide what are we looking for what do we want to do this semester and if competing is something that we're looking to do and if that's what the group wants to do,
1: we're gonna put our work into it. Of course, yeah. And ultimately, we did decide not to compete in the this year just because mm-hmm. of the limitations um, with this year. But we still do plan. Of course, you know, hopefully watching those videos that do come out. But yeah,
3: yeah, we love watching. We love even when we don't compete. We love watching others compete. So can't wait to see what all of our our acapella groups around the nation present. It's always it's always fun and encouraging to see um, other. College, collegiate acapella groups, you know, just
0: perform and share their music with us as well. Awesome. I wonder, you know, in terms of the, the, the sort of state of acapella on campus, what is the scene like at University of Illinois at Sherpa- uh, Champlain Champlain Urbana, uh, yeah, so I- right Champlain Urbana mm-hmm. sorry yeah. Champaign
1: Urbana so usually i'll say it's a pretty lively scene in a normal situation usually do, you know collaborate with the other groups at times or just you know hang out and just you know be college students and be friends but this semester i know some of the groups have currently decided to wait and kind of hold on on actually you know going through with you know doing other projects or just meeting as a group in general but i i would say and i can speak for the group that we still do keep in contact and we still you know message and check in and do things like that because we, you know, there's times where people in other groups happen to go to the same high school as people in our groups or they know each other through, you know, high school choir things. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it's a pretty friendly scene overall, I would say.
5: Yeah, yeah. And then I just wanted to add that, of course, not during pandemic season. Something that we do that I think is super awesome is that we very often get together and perform for each other. It's called We Do an Exchange. So what that is, is when competition season comes around and things like that, we just sing our set or our songs to each other and then we give each other like cr- criticism, constructive criticism, that is, and we, we just all, you know, bring each other up.
0: Awesome. Well, with everything that you all have going on, we are so grateful you took some time out to speak with us. Thank you so much. Sure. Yes. sure. sure. And as we say goodbye, we are going to be taking a listen to Fall in Line, originally performed by Christina Aguilera and featuring Demi Lovato, and we are going to be hearing no comments version. So here is Fall in Line. Thanks for listening to this week's The Pulse only on Accaville Radio. Remember, Accaville Radio is your home for the best in acapella news, music, and video. only at accaville.org.